Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we're doing our devotionals together every Monday through Friday. Today, we're in the book of Philippians. The theme of the book of Philippians is how to be humble and happy. It's really a book all about humility, and you see that in a variety of ways. Today, we're in Philippians chapter 1, beginning in verse 12. We're going to read from verses 12 through verse uh, through verse 18. And so that's where we're going to be today, Philippians 1, verses 12 through 18. Let's just read that together. Here's what it says. This is Paul talking. He says, But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add to my affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. It's Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 18. And the first thing that I notice as we read this passage of Scripture, then make some observations about it, and then ultimately we'll pray this back to our Heavenly Father. The first thing I notice is that no matter what circumstance Paul was in, he always found a way to share the gospel. And I don't think he had to look very hard. The reason why I don't think he had to look very hard is because what was in his heart is what came out. So whether he was in prison, whether he was teaching, whether he was a tent maker, whether he was traveling, no matter what it was Paul was doing— what was in him is what came out. And in this particular moment, he's in chains. He's actually in prison at this moment, writing this letter to the church at Philippi. And he says, he just starts, I want you to know that all these things that happened, they were terrible. Some of them, I'm in prison right now. This is not any good at all, but they've actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. And here's the reason why. What's in me is what comes out. And so it begs the question, what's in you? Do you find it hard to talk about the gospel? Do you find it difficult to share with people what it is that God's doing inside your life? I'm not talking about sharing some deep testimony or standing up in front of a crowd and preaching a sermon or anything like that. I'm just asking the question, is there ever a moment when the grace of God just naturally comes out of the conversation that you have with others, whether it's at work or at school or at home or on the ball field? Is there ever a moment that the word of God and the inspiration of God and the, the loving kindness of God and the mercy of God and the story of God's goodness in your life, is there ever a moment when it just naturally just comes out of you? You see, because for a follower of Christ, for a believer who is saturated in his word, who is filled with his grace and his mercy and his loving kindness, who has experienced the transformational power of the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, that's what's in you. And in a moment of stress or pressure, that these, uh, well, Paul says it, I want you to know that the things which happened to me here have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. It's like, I don't know that I can believe it, but wow, look at this. The gospel has been advanced because of all these things that have happened. Why? Well, because the grace of God was in Paul. And when stressed, when pressed, the grace of God is what comes out of Paul. And what's amazing about that is that in the middle of all these difficult circumstances, because the grace of God just simply came out of Paul, now the entire palace guard knows that his chains are because of his trust, his belief, his faith in Jesus Christ. More than that, the whole palace guard now has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, but now the people... Now the people around him 
who may have been a little frightened to say something, who have been a little challenged in, in, in whether or not they were, you know, they, they didn't know if they were going to be able to go to, to jail for their faith, or they didn't know if they wanted their, their reputation sullied by the fact that they're Christians. You know, that's, that was a derogatory term at times uh, back then. Those people were made bold. They were made confident because of Paul's testimony, because of Paul's experience, and because of Paul's approach to the gospel. And so I wonder if you could be that person to someone else, that when you're, when you're pressed, when you're stressed, when you're in uh, your workplace or on the ball field or wherever it is that you may be, if the grace of God couldn't just come out of you and as the grace of God comes out, maybe you could be the one that provides the confidence for other believers in your workplace or other believers on the ball field or other believers in your church or in your community or in your business or wherever you may be, simply because you speak grace well, simply because you live grace well. Maybe it's as simple as because you've experienced grace thoroughly. And now that grace comes out of your life and it's inspiring others to believe. And then Paul makes note of something. He makes note that there are some people who are preaching Christ, but they're not doing it because they love him or because they love Christ. It says, some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains. You see, this is kind of the beginning of that humility conversation that Paul begins to have with the church at Philippi. There are some people who are preaching Christ from selfish ambition. You know, there's a lot of damage that can be done to your testimony and the story of Christianity. There's a lot of damage that can be done by people who step up in their workplace or who step up on the ball field or step up out in their community. And they're not preaching Christ from a sincere place. They're preaching Christ out of some kind of selfish ambition. I want people to see me a certain way. I want to get something out of this grace of God that I share. I want to be able to be known for something that's all about me rather than all about Christ or all about the gospel that could be shared with people. And so here's Paul saying, this is happening to me in my time. And it makes me sad. It hurts. I'm already all, I'm already here in chains. And their, their desire is to add affliction to my chains. He says, but I also know that there are people out there who are sincere in their faith and sincere in sharing. And, and that, that verse 17, but the latter, these people, they preach out of love, knowing that I'm appointed for the defense of the gospel. And then Paul has this remarkable epiphany. He has this remarkable moment where he says, what then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. I think that's an amazing statement. You know, it's important for our doctrine to be pure. It's important for our theological understanding of Scripture and, and theological understanding of God for that to be unified for those of us who are believers. It's important for our doctrine and theology to be sound. But there are spaces and places where we can disagree. There are spaces and places where we can go, you know, I don't think I believe it quite with the same veracity that you believe that piece of doctrine or that piece of thing inside scripture. There are moments where I have brothers and sisters who are in Christ who um, they're more charismatic in their in their in their expression of faith. And they believe some things about the, the gifts of the Spirit that are a little different than the way that I believe. But I know that every time they preach, they preach Christ crucified. They preach that he is the 
that, that, that he is the one and only, that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven, they, that, that, that Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead and that's why he can be forgiven. And, and, even, and on those secondary and those tertiary issues, we go, you know what, we don't agree about those things. We can have some great debates and conversations about those things, but on this primary issue, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and he loved me and he gave himself for me and that's the reason why we can be, be forgiven is because of what Jesus Christ did for us. That if we trust in Him for the forgiveness of sins, that that what God did for us on the cross at Calvary is, is is part of His sovereign plan, and it's in it's beautiful, it's incredible. On these things that we agree, let's celebrate those things. And even even if you're preaching it in a way that I go, I don't think I'm down with preaching it like that. If that's what's being preached, Paul says, I can be I can I can be glad and rejoice with you all. I can do that only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. So there's lots of things about your faith in there that you can take away from this. Are you the kind of person who, no matter what the situation or circumstance is, because of the grace of God in your life, the grace of God simply comes out in those moments of pressure and those moments of stress. When someone is trying to, to use the story of your testimony in a way that may be spiteful or hurtful to you, like it was happening to Paul, can you rejoice in the fact that Christ is preached in pretense or in truth? Can you find friendships with people with whom you disagree because your friendship is based on something broader than your opinion or theirs? It's based, it's based on the grace of God in your life and at work in your life and at work through your life. So many different things we can see there. Let's take a moment to pray this back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for the grace of God in my life and in the lives of the people who are listening. I pray that today that we would recognize that no matter what happens to us today, we have this opportunity to, to let the whole world know about the way your grace through your Son Jesus has transformed our lives. And so I pray that, that uh, even when we find those spaces and places where we disagree, that whether in pretense or in truth, we would be able to rejoice in the fact that you can be glorified, that you can be preached, and, and that you can be honored and people can come to faith in you as a result of the testimony of the story of your grace in our lives. And so I pray that we would be able to do that today. Help us to follow you. Help us to follow you well, truly and passionately. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening today. I hope that you'll catch future episodes by pressing subscribe. I hope you can help us connect with other people by liking, sharing, or commenting on this episode. And I hope you'll connect with a follower of one. That's one of our partner podcasts. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on The Platform.